Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another Beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Beer-tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. I'm Mark. And I'm Justin. And today, we are here with Jackie Brandy and Dave Schultzer of Long Island Craft Beer Week. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hello there. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing well. I'm happy. Have a beer. Hanging out with my friend Jackie. Yeah. Uh... Justin donated a uh, Hanukkah in Kentucky from Schmaltz Brewing. It's a um, a dark ale aged in a Heaven Hill and Jim Beam bourbon barrel. So, really tasty beer. What do you guys think of this one? Let's just start off with. I like most of their stuff, and all their barrel aged stuff has been excellent. It's quite tasty. Yeah, yeah I am a big fan of uh, anything Hanukkah. It reminds me of Kevin. And then, uh, <laughs> on top of that, being in a Jim Beam barrel is also uh, helpful. Yeah, Jim Beam is one of my favorite bourbons. I throw it in a lot of food and a lot of barbecue when I'm cooking with it. I'm always happy to have it around. <laughs> um, so we always like to start off with kind of the history of whatever we're talking about for today. So why don't you guys tell us about what is uh, Craft Beer Week and how it got started and just what your involvement is. Okay, Here's the, uh, the lowdown. Let me start. Go right ahead. <laughs> uh, well, Craft Beer Week was started by Andy Calamano from Starfish Junction. Uh, back uh, it was 2011 was the first year, yep. and uh, basically it was a way to advance Long Island craft beer. And at the time, we didn't have the 37, 40 breweries that we yeah, have now. Yeah, it's hard to keep track. Um, but it was growing, and to be able to support it and get people to know about what's going on and, and continue to grow the local scene, he thought it was a pretty good idea to get this Long Island craft beer week thing going. Um, so he was he was the guy behind it, and he was the force behind it, um, and everybody in the industry knew him. So it was a pretty natural thing for him to get going with. Uh, everybody jumped on board early because they're like, "Oh, Andy's doing it. We love Andy." Yeah, because yeah. they Starfish Junctions does a lot of like the beer events, like Long Island's Pintwood Derby. Uh, right, they do the yeah. Bel- the Belmont Festival. Right, you know, the, the, the Great American Beer Show. Expo. Yeah, the North yep. Fork. Yeah. Cider Festival, Potato Festival, Garlic Festival. They they do stuff all over. If there's they a do festival Philly. on Philly, Boston. I was just up in Boston this past weekend. We checked out the Cider Festival. Uh, if there's a cider around, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, if there's a festival around, that's it, more than likely going to be. They're involved. Somehow. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of why he had to step away and, and turn it over to somebody else. His business is growing. He does a great job. He promotes great shows. So people started hiring from other states. He used to used to only be on Long Island. Yeah, I didn't know that he was yeah, had gotten so far. Yeah, they do some crazy coffee stuff. They do they do a lot. I mean, you go to their website, you'd be amazed at how much area they cover now. So, uh, you know, he had to turn it over to somebody else, so he asked me if I would do it. And since most of the guys who at the time were brewing back then, they were one of my friends anyway, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll do this. You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure my friends stay healthy in business, you know. And, uh, and that's really what it is. It's about promoting Long Island breweries, Long Island beer venues uh you know we have a great scene out here and, yeah that, i mean that's basically what we're trying to do with the podcast too is you know we're primarily focused on the the local places and then every time one of us goes a far afield we bring something back for variety but <laughs> and also you know to keep regular content coming because there is a finite number of breweries and we don't want to keep going back to uh Poor Jeff every third week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but that, that's a great, you know, great example there is you can ask somebody like Andy from Starfish or Scotty Flug works there. You know, um, it doesn't have to be a brewery. You know, we're not breweries. You know, oh, yeah. And, you oh, know, okay. but um, 
it, you, there's there's other guys you can talk to like that, and he's actually good at making suggestions. You know, off the air, I can give you you know a bunch of suggestions. Uh, there's plenty of cool people in the industry that aren't necessarily you know an active brewer right now. Oh yeah, we have a coming out this week is a interview we did with Chris Roche from Craft. Okay. And at Say Cheese, we uh, did an interview with Sofia Del Gigante from uh, Beer and Yoga. Nice trying to get that out. That was good. That <laughs> <laughs> is a mouthful. You did forget that. Gotta say, I think you did Thank better you. than I did when I tried to introduce her at the beginning of the show. Yeah, I would, yeah, probably. But uh, yeah, so we yeah we we are uh, talking to every every different people aside from just the brewers, right? Uh, but I mean, so so. Craft Beer Week, okay, it's a week. Mm-hmm. It's about craft beer, but it's ten days because right, that's right. Yeah, it starts the week. right. It starts like a mega week. It starts <laughs> on Friday and goes through the next Saturday. Yeah. I think, it's like right? the second Shark Week. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, the folk, like I said, the focus is on the local. Uh, you know, as it grows, we'll, you know, we might reach outside, do some collaborations, get some people in from you know other outside breweries. But right now, the real focus is on the local market and the local guys and keeping it healthy. One of the uh, crazy statistics about craft beer is uh, where we stand as a state. I mean, the island's a little higher than the state, but um, you know, one of the things I discussed with the group last year was that almost 50% of the beer consumed in Oregon is made in Oregon. And there are other states that are above the 35% level, like San- like uh, California, uh-huh. uh, there's a couple, Imagine Colorado would probably fall. Colorado, that, that Colorado's high. It's up there. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, two years ago, I don't have the recent numbers because there hasn't been any surveys done. But uh, two years ago, New York was at just over 5%, 6%. Wow, that low? Wow. Yeah. Of New York, beer consumed in the state is made in the state, which is, you know, we have a lot of room to grow it. And, you know, but we need the awareness. How many people come to Long Island from somewhere like upstate New York and they have no idea that there's more than two breweries on Long Island? You know, Good point. So that's that's that. You know, the point is to bring in people that aren't aware. You know, the guy who's buying Sam Adams at Applebee's every every Wednesday when he goes to Applebee's, saying, "Hey, look, this, what's that tap next to the Sam Adams? I'll oh, check that out. That's a local guy." You know, that's that's really what the focus is. Gotcha. So I know there's lots of uh, events throughout the week, but then I know another big component of it is the uh, the Craft Cares food drive. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? So Craft Cares uh, was something that we came up with uh, two years ago uh, in the planning, and it was intended to, we were trying to come up with a, a way to give back to the community that gives so much to the community of brewers. And um, we came up with a, an initiative called Can for a Can. And so the idea was, we wanted to take people that were normally Bud, Bud Light, Coors drinkers and trade in their cans for something else that was going to tiptoe them into the craft beer world. And by doing that, we were going to make this beer that was very approachable. But also the idea was that they we couldn't have them bringing in cans of beer into restaurants. So we thought, well, we can bring in canned goods. And so... Um, that's where the food drive came in and so uh, all of the food that's donated uh, in lieu of payment for a, a beer you, in trade is donated to um, Long Island Cares 
Excellent. Yeah, that's a um, that's a fantastic idea. And when I first heard about it, I went, "That's brilliant." I'm gonna go stock up with you know on canned beans and canned corn, and I'm coming down and we're drinking beers. Let's go, boys. <laughs> you gotta look out for the shop right can can sale. Exactly. Oh, that's yeah. it. Be, be on the lookout. You know, yeah. As soon as they're on on there, I'm I'm getting in on that. Yeah, and so now this is the third year, and it has grown so to every year we we're bringing in more food. Uh, we've actually made the cans larger because we're making a larger batch now. Um, and How big was the batch for this year? Do you know? Thirty barrels. That? Thirty barrels. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna end up so with twenty ounce cans this year. Or? Sixteen. Okay. So just okay. like same as last oh, right. year. The first year was twelve ounce cans. Right. Um, so the first year was a Long Island Common. That was uh, a style that was created by the brewers. And um, the Long Island Common was focusing on Long Island ingredients and the flavors that we have available to the brewers on Long Island. So locally sourced honey and hops and malts that um, went into it. And it was just a beautiful collaboration. Yeah, I remember that beer. It was very good. Yeah. So and then last year was the IPA, the, the New England IPA. And this year we're making a red ale. So it's a big, malty beast of a red ale, but approachable for those that are not so sure about beers that are a little bit darker than apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I, I, uh, I was, we were lucky enough to get a uh, media-only invite, um, which some people may have seen on Facebook. And when, we got a, when I checked the email and I saw something that we're being invited to something media-only, I'm like, are they sure they have the right people? Like, <laughs> I'm not going to let them know that they should be confused. But um, it was a great day. I got to go down to uh, Blue Point and um, watch uh, Paul and uh, Larry and Steve, um, Charlie. I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting Jimbo. someone. And Jim, right? Obviously, Jim, the head brewer at uh, Jimmy from Blue, Blue Point. Point. Mm-hmm. And um, well, I got to watch them brew and see 15 pound bags of hops get broken out. And Paul walked me through the, the recipe, which sounded amazing and included some crazy hops that just came off of numbers. It, was, yeah, it was, it was <laughs> the yep. first use of these hops by those guys at all. So. Yeah, it was pretty. It was special for them. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was really neat. Paul was pumped just to use the grain mill at Blue Point. He was like, he couldn't stop telling me about the grain mill and how gigantic it was. That's because Paul's an awesome child. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Paul uh, is great. Yeah, he is great. He was walking me through everything. It was it was a fun day and got getting to stand up up on the catwalk and kind of look into the the um, kettles and everything. I just I got a kick out of seeing how they have a special spot to put the hydrometer to cool it down to the right temperature to get an accurate reading. I was freaking out about it. I was talking to Jim about that for like 15 minutes. If I didn't have to go back to work, I'm pretty sure that he might not have gotten anything done because I would have just bothered him for the next hour. But thank you very much for inviting us down. That was uh, was really cool. It was our pleasure to have you. I'm glad you could make it out. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, Mark and I both work a little further west. So yeah, I work in plain view, so it wasn't Sucks when work's getting in the way, doesn't I know, it? this work is always getting in the way of beer drinking. So it's yeah, well, really... I, I work within walking distance, so I'm like, this works out for me. There you go. <laughs> So, as part of a Craft Beer Week, are there any special events going on that we need to know that everyone should know about that we need to get the word out more of, or is it more of just kind of hey, we just want you to pay attention to the beer here and go to all your local spots and start drinking the beer and ask for local beer? There's going to be a ton of events. We they're all being finalized right now. Okay. Um, but they're going to be all across Nassau and Suffolk County in all different towns. So, stay. Um, connected with the website, but also Facebook, because we're, we update both of those and um, have the events up as they come in. Okay. Um, and then the other big event that, you know, not really um, an event, but well, it is. It's, yeah, it is. It's, uh, the Pint Glass Pickup is another one that we do every year. Oh, right. And, and what's uh, that? 
So we make a commemorative glass every year uh, for Craft Beer Week. And um, so it's, it has the, the brewers that were involved with making the Craft Cares, uh, their logos on it. Okay. And it's available at uh, a number of different um, restaurants and bars, which will be on the website shortly because uh, we're finalizing that list right now too. And you sign up on the website for which location you want to pick up your free pint glass at. And you show up and they give you a glass and then you can bring some food and grab a can of beer and try whatever they have on tap. Um, and that will be Monday the 15th, Monday, May 15th. Okay. Yeah, I pulled up the Facebook page. I saw a couple of events on here. One I saw today that I was I'm going to try to see if I can make it to, which is a beer and cheese pairing over at Spider Bite mm. with um, uh, Spider Bite, uh, Larry from Spider Bite, obviously, and then uh, Brian from Bellport will also be there. Mm -hmm. um, he's one of our, uh, our favorites, too. We got him on, interviewed him a couple times. Yeah. Um, and then also girl, the girls' pine out meetup at Barbecue on the 16th, and then the uh, Patch Hog uh, Craft Brew Fest on mm -hmm. the 20th. Well, another thing that was uh, just finalized uh, on the 16th is an interesting little virtual reality brewery throwdown. Um, it's, uh, I don't even know what this stuff is, but I just came across just now while we're talking. Um, so what are we throwing down? Is okay, it, like, it going to be a virtual reality rap battle? Uh, is it a fight to the death? What are they, what are they throwing down here? Okay. I don't know what Simplay New York is, but, uh, you guys might, but, uh, the competing sports events, state of the art simulators at Simplay, home run derby, field wheel kicking. It's a bunch of events, Port Jeff, Spider Bite, Barrage, uh, other breweries involved. Right. And uh, Tapped Enterprises, who's also another one of our guys, right. uh, he's going to be driving the people around to the events. So this is um, this is something that's going to show up on the website tomorrow. It's so is it, the, the, the brewers are essentially going to battle it out uh, in these events? <laughs> you know, I don't that's what it sounds I think like. They're, to me, I think they're yeah. fighting in sports. Like. I, I believe what it is is there's a, like a, a virtual reality sim play, like golf, or right. I don't know if you, there there was a place. I, I don't know if it's still there, like out in Bayshore or Babylon. That was a uh, simulated golf, uh, indoor golf place where you had the the giant screen, you hit the the virtual reality ball, and then it's soaring through. Right. And, you know, so it's supposed to mimic. You know, you, you're playing a full swing, but you're not actually on the green. You don't have to walk anywhere. Your beer's a lot closer. <laughs> it does sound kind of. It does sound kind of fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm so I think it's. I think it's. Now. I think it's like that where it's. Um, Simulated sports. That sounds really cool. Can can we be the official book for it? We'll just start making odds and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a waste of effort. <laughs> but yeah, so that's you know, like I said, things are just still like rolling in right now. Um, so they'll go up as we get them. That's really cool. Okay. That sounds like it's a, that's a, a fun event. That you know, it's not just a. I mean, not that a, a beer festival is not cool, but like that's a neat like outside of the box event. You can go and you know look at your favorite brewers and watch them fall down while they're playing sports. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it actually becomes almost a, a competition of who's got the best events of the week, you know, between okay. everybody. It's like, who can think of the next thing that's not just a tap takeover? or Not that we don't love tap takeovers, but what else can we do with, with beer? Get some variety uh, in here. Exactly. Yeah, the, the more different ways we can find ways to uh, celebrate and enjoy the beverages as well is always yeah. exciting do, for everybody. Doing drunk things. Well, I think I call that life, but yeah, it's cool. It's yeah. close. Um, so we always like, I, these guys have gotten a chance to know you a little bit more, but I haven't gotten a chance to really talk to you guys before. Um, I'd like to know a little bit more about you guys. Like, how did you get sucked into the craft deal world? 
How did you get? I mean, what was the thing? What maybe what was the beer that got you excited about craft beer, and how did you get into being so involved in this? Your alls are go first. Okay. <laughs> We got, um, we got to go in chronological yeah. order here. Go well, ahead. Actually, this year is my, is going to be my 20th anniversary at Belcourt Beer. Okay. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Uh, what happened was my one of my buddies, one of my good friends, had a beer store. All right. And after work, I would just cruise by and we'd talk and he'd always crack a different beer. And, That's a good friend to have. Okay. Yeah, it was neat. It was long before, like, you know, the, the variety we have now. Right. Uh, you know, but he got me off of Coors Light, you know. It was like getting off a Viking in. <laughs> it was such a relief. Um, but he, uh, he, you know, the first night he said, yeah, you know what, why don't you drink something different? And uh, he handed me one of the gateway beers for everybody, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. All and right, awesome. there you go. Well, that's like, he's like, let's split this. He grabbed a couple of glasses, we split it. I was like, oh, it beats, beats the hell out of my Coors Light, you know. And I was right off the bat, I liked it. It wasn't like it was that horrible trend, you know, move from, from Coors Light to Sierra was killing me. It was like, wow. I'm like never this. drinking Coors Light again. Well, that's, you know, what's really funny is uh, that was the day I walked into my store, July 1st, 1997. I walked into the store and I said, I am never drinking light beer again. <laughs> and I have kept by that. I've tried a couple for brewers that would make trying light beers and I was like, I'll, I'll try it. But I've never had, I've never purchased, I've never consumed more than a couple of sips of a light beer in the past 20 years. Yeah. It's a good streak. <laughs> but um, Only for professional reasons. That's good. But yeah, so what happened was he found this store that I'm in now, and it was it was a rat hole. It was run down. It was really dirty. It was uh, Nobody liked the owner. It was The parking lot looked like the surface of the moon. The inside was covered <laughs> in dog hair because he had this huge Akita that just... Oh, man. <laughs> obviously, he never swept up after. But, the, the, you know, it was he's, he just wanted to get out. It was his dad's place, and he was kind of just miserable there. Gotcha. And uh, my friend was going to buy it. He says, I can't handle two stores. He says, you should look at it. Maybe you could do something. He goes, the guy's really crabby. Maybe a smile behind the counter would change things. You know? <laughs> and, um, you know, and that's what dragged me in. And once once I was in, I started meeting all these cool people who were coming back from other countries with all these great styles and coming back from the West Coast and sharing their beers with me. And it kind of just started rolling. I was like, I, 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 before I fell in love with the liquid completely, I fell in love with the people who brought me the liquid. Gotcha. You know, uh, you know, customers one. would just come in and they'd be like, oh, you know, I just came back from so-and-so. I brought this bottle. I, and they'd have their own glasses. I didn't have glasses at the time, you know, but they'd have two glasses, you know, and, and they, we'd pour a beer at the counter. And, you know, they got me in. My customers taught me more than I ever would have learned on my own. And, you know, and now we've gone from... You know, having forty kinds of beer in the store to twelve hundred kinds of beer. You know, I I mean, your your store is in between where I live and where Justin lives, and I generally stop there whenever I'm on my way over there, and I usually spend at least. 10, 15 minutes wandering around looking That's at it. everything. Just 10 to 15 minutes? Usually because my wife's sitting in the <laughs> ah, car. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there's a catch for that. Yeah. So, so I, I, yeah, yeah, so I go in and I know like, okay, I'm grabbing this and this. And then I, you know, I look at all the Belgian stuff and then I look at the local stuff. And you know. we, we look at the brewery bottles and go, God, why do you have to be like, if you were like $3 cheaper, I'd be broke. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I I think that uh, it's my my go-to store. Like it used to be around the corner for me, and then now I'll travel a little bit farther because um, I mean, frankly, because I get to see Wendy or you, and um, you gotta be, love Wendy. Yeah, BS for for a few, and I, just everything's organized. I don't have to you know wander wonder where anything is. Great, 
And uh, you were voted uh, best beer store on Long Island or something like that three, a couple times? Three years in a row, yeah. Yeah, and I can Yeah. It was a good streak. I liked it. I would have liked five years in a row, but three years in a row, I'll take. Greedy. Just got to start the new streak. That's all right. <laughs> and how about you, Brandon? Jackie. Jackie, I'm yes, sorry. Yes, I, know. I, I had it at least partially right. Do you know, everybody does that. It's fine. Some people do it on purpose. Some people don't. I'm just used to it. I answer to both at this point. Okay. <laughs> um, Again, Kevin's a coach, so he's used to calling people, by the way. Everybody, exactly. by the way. The, it works. Um, so for me, it was, um, you know, when you start in high school and you're hanging out with your friends and everybody's drinking whatever is the cheapest, which was usually Natty Ice or something oh, yeah. disgusting. <laughs> and whatever. Stones. Oh, I'm so old, there was no Natty Ice when I was a teenager. Oh, yeah. And, you were better off for it. And, and I was just like, oh, God, do I have to do this again? And, there was this one gas station that would sell us 22s, and I was like, I'll take a bass. Uh, you know, right, like, there we go. And that's kind of where it started. Okay, so that was the not-so-legal part. But coming into when I was 21, I grew up with Blue Point. Blue okay. Point, you know, they opened around the same time, and I grew up with them. So Toasted Lager was my, my gateway into finding out about this this whole craft beer community and um, you know, I've been stuck with it ever since yeah uh, Toasted Lager is, is a really good brew um, it's not one of my personal favorites but it is a really good brew and I know and I know a lot of people that share the very similar story they go oh hey I've tried that one and that one's not so bad and I can build on that and yeah. that's that's all I ever ask for yeah I hadn't had it for a really long time because obviously we drink insane things like what we have open right now which is a great South Bay Marauder because you know it's Tuesday. Why not have a, a 10% uh, Scotch uh, barrel aged Scotch Ale? Why not? Um, Absolutely. Yeah, what else do, schedule what else do you do on Tuesdays? <laughs> it's the weekend somewhere, right? Um, <laughs> so, uh, but I, I forgot how like just de- how decent of a beer it is. Like it's, it's definitely it has enough flavor. It's it's a, a perfect gateway beer. Yeah, I mean, before that, I was drinking a lot of imports and you know uh, things that I was coming over from whenever I could find a Dunkel or. Uh, you know, the things like that, but there wasn't as much available in the bars, um, and even even in the, the the distributors, it was hard to tell what it was. You know, but I I hung out over at the Sage. If anybody remembers where that is, Sage yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah down yeah. at the end of Nichols. So yeah. I was hanging out at the Sage, and it was just like, okay, what is on? What's new? What's going on? And you know, at first it was the toasted lager, or as we called it, the tasty lager. And then, then they introduced blueberry, and when blueberry hit, it was like mind blowing. Like you can do that with a beer, okay? And then we started mixing it with the toasteds, and okay. we were doing, uh, you know, we didn't know what to call it, but we were just doing it anyway instead of doing a black and tan. You can't really, it was a blue and tan or whatever, but it was delicious. And then the oatmeal came out, and, and, you know, we mixed the blueberry with the oatmeal, and then we were mixing the toasteds with the oatmeal, and and then, One's you know, good, two's better. Like, that's uh, right. <laughs> I love, yeah. some beers work, why you not? You know, we just, it was just the creativity with it, and the, you know, just realizing that it came from right around the corner, and going into the tasting room, and uh, finding that piece of community that just kind of said, yeah, come on in. Let's see, what we, you know, Come come try this, and then the ESB. I tasted the ESB the first time, and 
still fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, and then all of a sudden the other breweries were popping up. You had Long Island pop up, and I was there opening day with big plate of, of breakfast Brand, stout uh, brownies. brownies. Yes, they were delicious. Oh, I, made them, I made them breakfast stout brownies with their breakfast stout for their opening day. Oh, and that sounds so good. I have to say that overall, that's probably our, our favorite, like, seasonal release, right? It's up. It's yeah. No, that's all the time. Breakfast out. Oh, breakfast out. Sorry, I was thinking of the Black Friday. Black Friday. Because yeah. they do the pancakes and that got me the right. food part. The waffles. Got me all messed waffles. Up. Yeah. A thousand waffles. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good day. I, that, that's one of the few things I show up for every year. And that's one of the things that Mark has never been able to show up <laughs> no, for. No, I did. Oh, the one year. The one year. Uh, when uh, my wife was pregnant, because we we're like, we're not driving to Ohio when she's due within two weeks. <laughs> So that, Probably a good call. Yeah. So I and did make it go. there once. And you got to go. So an extra bonus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The rest of the time, I just tell Justin, pick me up three bottles. I, I go in, without even kidding. I go, I just, I need uh, 14 or whatever it is. I like, pick up for everybody. And yeah. they're always like, how many do you need? Okay. Can we see your credit card up front? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you made, you made a pretty decent collection of their beers in your basement right now. Yeah, I, I have a uh, refrigerator in my basement, and uh, I age things at 55 degrees exactly, because I had a, a re- old, uh, not old, but a, a, a reptile heat controller that I hooked up to, the, to a fridge in my basement. So now I have, uh, I think I have two years of Black uh, Black Friday in there. I have yeah. um, two bottles of, of uh, a few of their barrel releases, stuff like that. They're, they're, uh, they're up there as far as our favorite brewery to go to. We spent a lot of time in there because Mark lived out there. And the great guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, is there any other, anything else that you guys desperately really want to get out about Long Island Craft Beer Week or just anything in general about the craft beer community that you really want to spread the word about? Because if not, we're going to hit you with the six-pack of questions. When you come to my pickup. Yes. Okay, so, hey, listen, I have a very, very, very bad short-term memory issue. That's fine. (laughs) To the point that sometimes he doesn't finish his own sentences. But does he call you Brandy? Never. Okay, so Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have the excuse of John. Bad memory, not brain damage. Oh, sorry. No, no, I thought I I was doing a better job (laughs) hiding it. Apparently not. You can't feel bad when you're accurate. Yeah, no, not at all. Don't even. It's okay. I'm just going to cry. No, no, I never mean to make you cry. No. But um, I mean, the only thing before you hit us with a six pack or more of questions is. you know, it's it's just about getting out there and realizing that, you know, there are so many choices and we have such a great local community of brewers at, that are making totally different stuff, you know, at you know, they might all jump on a bandwagon for a certain style for a certain time, but they still have all that core stuff and, and people should get out there and try it. You know, it's um a lot of people will listen to somebody say, Oh, this brewery sucks or whatever. It's all personal opinion. You yeah. Know, it's all, per- everybody's taste buds are different. And, you know, and, and one of the things I tell people all the time is just get in your car and drive there or ride your bike there. Check it out for yourself. Don't listen to your friends. If I listen to my friends, and if I listen to my friends, I'd probably Don't be successful. But, um, <laughs> 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 and I think that's one of the things that we try to, try to like, kind of illustrate with our with the way we rate beers. We don't know if you know, we rate them on a five scale system, have how much we want to drink then. So it's a tasting, a pint. 
a bomb or a growler and a keg. Mm -hmm. And we also say that, you know, if we don't like something, this isn't our style or we explain why, because I, I, I don't like uh, certain vegetables. My wife likes, like she really likes Brussels sprouts and I'm, I'm not into them. So obviously she's tasting something I'm not. And um, <laughs> anybody who, who's rating a beer um, based, you know, for how much they like it, it doesn't, it's irrelevant essentially. I mean, it just gives you an idea of, of uh, how, how good it might be for that person. And, you know, we're not style experts, so I can't tell you that. Oh, it's, and when yeah. it comes down to being an expert, it doesn't really matter. Everything's personal preference anyway. Right. You know, somebody comes to my store, what should I be drinking? I'm like, well, give me the last three beers you really enjoyed, and I'll work with you. Exactly. Right. You know, yeah. I can't suggest my favorite beer because they may hate it. You know, there are people who've told me, um, you know, Blind Bat, they're like, oh, I can't stand Blind Bat Brewery. Oh. But it's because they don't like anything with smoke. I'm like, well, oh, that's, that's why we love Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, that's yeah. why. That's why I, I I love Paul stuff. You know. But oh. that's one of the things is you know they just don't like smoke in it, and they couldn't figure that out on their own. They're having this kind of long conversation with me about how much the beer sucks, and we start talking about. You don't know about, what that flavor is. Yeah. You can't put that into words. Yeah. There's right. Just nothing you can do about that. And, and they you didn't don't know have the... the education to to understand what it is. Right. And and it's it doesn't occur to people things like that. You know. And you know, we're talking about things, and I'm like, do you like, you know, do you have do you like a smoker at home? Do you like to throw? No, I really, I'm not a big barbecue guy. I'm not this. So it's like, this is why I don't like the beer. You yeah. know, <laughs> you may not enjoy a Roush beer. The, the beer's, yeah, the beer's <laughs> fantastic. So you know, so it really does come down to that personal preference, and uh, that, you know, that's one thing I say. Don't 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 buy the the uh, this brewery stinks from somebody. Try it for yourself. That's, Absolutely, that's a big thing. The success will only be there if people get out there and try it for themselves. I agree. That's also why we're constantly trying IPAs, even though, as a general rule, we're not fans of them. But every once in a while, one of us brings back one that we're like, wow, this is really good, like the lie detector from Lithology. Yeah. That was a killer. That was a, good, that was a really good one. And honestly, I like the, uh, the one we had just the other day. The, um, the oh, name escapes me. Oh, right, the, from, uh, from, um, from Po' Boy. From Po' Boy, the, um, oh my God. They're uh, uh, New England IPA. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I liked the taste of it. Cloudy something. I don't know. Uh, we're terrible. I forget. It was oh a New England God. IPA. See, it's not just the it's not just names that I'm terrible with. I'm <laughs> people, I can't remember names of beers <laughs> is either. That unionator or is it? Am I thinking something else? No, it's uh, it's two words. It's something about uh, it being not clear, <laughs> which is obviously is an apropos name for me because it's not clear what it there is. There it is. <laughs> well. Mark, anyway, you got your six-pack ready? You got the six-pack ready? All right. So, number one is, uh, what is your favorite beer or old standby that you always have in the fridge? Are we doing this one by one here? Yeah. Um, my deck beer is still Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. All right. Okay. Yeah. How about you, Dave? Always in my fridge. Left-hand milk stout. Ah, Good choice. Shout-out to Mike Quackenbush. Yeah. Dave. Mike Love. always rolls in with the left-hand... <laughs> Yeah, every it's, time he shows up with it. Every great time. beer. I just it's a beer I could drink anytime, any day. There it's a go. good one, yeah. So number two is uh what is your favorite brewery? Ooh, that's a tough one. Are we talking overall or just Long Island? Yeah. You can get as specific as you want. Oh, okay, because uh, I can't pick Long Island because they'll yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> go with one of the guys that aren't within shouting distance. <laughs> uh my favorite, my favorite brewery that like everybody knows that's on the shelves that you can easily find. You know, my fa favorite brewery is is uh, Founders. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, other than uh, Cerise, um, <laughs> I've liked everything I've ever had from them, and you know some of their stuff is amazing. It's just super outstanding, and there are beers that you can 
you know, like like uh, all day IPA. You can throw that in the cooler and everybody will drink it. Yeah. You know, but I love their breakfast stout. I love their dirty bastard. I love the backwards backwards bastards one. You know, one of my absolute favorites. Which one's that one? I'm not familiar with. <clears throat> That's the barrel aged Scotch Ale. Oh, I think I actually before I had a clue about craft beer, I bought it because I love the name. It's possible. And I just. <laughs> Drank it. I was like, "What is this?" I'm gonna keep drinking because I paid for it. But now that I know what it is, it's a lot easier to to appreciate it and drink it a lot slower. Well, that's it. A, sc- you know, a, sc- a oh, scotch ale is one of those styles that you know not everybody gets onto a uh, a scotch ale. It's it's very malty. It's yeah, they very peaty. You know, there's a lot going on. It's one of my favorite styles. It's, a, it's yeah. Well, it's a great style. I love it. You know, but it's uh, a style. That the stout and the porter guys seem to you know go towards that more than the uh, ales and the IPA guys, you know. Yeah, that's definitely closer to the darker ones there. I, I, I also think when you don't, when you, I didn't, you don't know what to expect, it's such a bold flavor that you're kind of like, whoa, whoa, what is that? Yeah, that's what we, this is a, a barrel-aged scotch ale here, the Marauder. Yeah. And as, Kevin, as, as Kevin hits everything. I'm just hitting everything, it's okay. I am going to go with it. my favorite of the week because I just discovered this at this brewery and um, it's my favorite right now um, <laughs> is Aeronaut up in Somerville, Mass. Okay. It is, they're just everything that they had on the menu because I tasted them all. Um, <laughs> solid. That's the way Every to do it. single right one of them it is solid to style exactly, hit the mark exactly where they were trying to go with it. And it was phenomenal. Okay, we'll have to... We'll have to take a look for them. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're ever up, uh, you know, up north of Boston, go stop in because it, it's amazing. There's plus, north of Boston. <laughs> plus, plus the fact that when you go in there, in it, I'm not going to tell you a whole lot about their tasting room, at, and they are also just expanding right now. They're three years old, uh, well, they're about to be three in in summer, but they're about to be expanding. And walking in, I was just my eyes widened and. There are gnomes fighting an octopus above the bar. I'm in. I'm in. That's I'm banging in sick the rest of the week. Let's go. That's all you need to know. I'm sold. I, I may be able. I, I may be able to enlist someone to go there and take some pictures for us, and, and potentially, uh, if we can find a legal way, ship us some beer. We can find a way. There's a legal way. You just don't tell UPS that you're sending beer. <laughs> exactly. Or you just use UPS. And they say I said UPS. Oh, they said, oh sorry. UPS doesn't like it. to ship beer, but they will. it's not illegal for them to yes, ship Yes, especially it. if you tell them that it's artisanal artisanal uh, olive oil that you made yourself. Oh, uh, there you might go. have used that's, that line once before. That's the way to do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm big on the soda samples. Soda <laughs> samples. Uh, I like yes. that, too. That's good. Yes. All right. All right. Number three is what is your favorite brewing ingredient? Aside from malt and hops, or are we... Or you could get more specific than that. If you really love your chocolate malt. That's my score right there. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. You know, is there a, you know, is there a hop that when you see it on the list, you go, I'm definitely trying out whatever beer that it has it in, you know. It could be anything. This one, the, uh, the brewers always really... You know, roll over. They're like, "Oh man!" Paul, Paul was like uh, having a Paul was like having a seizure. He's like, "You couldn't." You're asking me to choose amongst my kids. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I was like, "I can't." <laughs> my favorite child. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, I've from the brewing standpoint, I've brewed so many different styles. I I don't know that I could pick just one. <laughs> no, wow, I don't. I don't. 
We stumped her. We stumped her. I don't. Really? You don't have you don't have one thing in specific that you just you put it in. I'm, I know I'm gonna like this beer because it has this in it. No. Really? No. Wow. All right. No, but a I'm, true I'm also a true I am also a person that likes a good example of every style. So I can't I can't say that I'm more favorable to one style over another. So yeah, I'm big on I'm big on chocolate more. You know, it's right. You are a chocolate whore. I am a chocolate malt. You are. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring you some of the oatmeal stout I made. It has um, what I would probably term as too much chocolate malt in it. I like it, but I'm not sure it uh, it hit an oatmeal oatmeal uh, stout style. You know where to find me. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. We'll find out in uh, another week and a half. You're right, exactly. We submitted it to the um, um, the Brewers East End Revival oh, competition, so yeah. Where'd you drop them off? Your place, okay, of course. I was say. Yeah, I dropped them off, and Wendy asked me why I didn't bring any for her. Well, that's a legitimate question. It is a legitimate question, but I was at work. Did she want one that was warm? She would have put it in the fridge and we would have drank it yeah, later. I'm sure, I'm sure. I, don't worry, I, I do plan on bringing some. Cool. I'm sure you have a few yeah, I'd appreciate later. that. I might have 40 or so bottles showing out, so. You get that much, though? Of the oatmeal style, I probably have 38. I keep drinking the raspberry wit because I have to do things in order because that's my personal OCD. <laughs> All right. So anyway, number four is... Uh, what is your least favorite style of beer? No, this is another one I have a feeling that Jackie's not really going to be able to get on board with. <laughs> I I can say anything that is in the super, super cheesy, funky Brett's. Oh, man. Okay. He just crushed Mark and I soul. It's, That's where, it's, it's where not we that live. I don't... I, I appreciate a good Brett, but when when we start getting into Limburger, um, I get a little... All right, that's fair. Like, yeah. cheesy beer is a little bit odd. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's funk. It, funk it, is okay, but I can I can appreciate it for those that really like it, but I don't care for it necessarily. Uh, I I don't mind a little bit of Brett. I don't mind it being balanced in the beer. I just can't stand when it tastes like feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit off-putting for me. <laughs> It's, and it's a lot cheaper than just taste of foot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes, this is like true. $75 for a beer that tastes like, no. I think, no, I think, you, just, I think you just found out the next thing that's going to be coming out from the brewery. It's going to be La Pied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for me, it's, it's I cannot get on board, and I try them constantly. And every once in a while, I find one I can tolerate. I cannot stand sours. I just don't oh, God. get it. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, no, is just... that why the sour section, sour section of Bellport is so far from the uh, from the register? <laughs> <laughs> it's like around the corner. Like, it's his go ahead, child. go ahead, steal those beers, <laughs> get them out of here. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I understand that there's a you know a big faction of people who are really really into it, and I'm trying to learn about it. So I try them all anyway. Anybody wants me to try it, I'll try it. Tell me about it, I'll try it. You want to play a fun game? Hand him one and watch his face. <laughs> uh, I don't have any cold, otherwise. Yeah. I would. Yeah. Yeah. So Warm is even better. Yeah. We get some better oh, faces. Oh, warm is no, no, no. The, like we yeah. we made a blueberry chili sour, and if I opened it warm, it would just explode. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> um, it it's, car- it's carved like champagne. So yeah. opening a warm bottle is not a good idea. Have you ever had Bugs Cafe Flutter Sour Ale? Yeah, well, that's a standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it, like I've had it in the bottle, and I can't like it. I don't. I don't really don't like it that much. But I've had it at the place. 
and it's a completely different beer. It's amazing. That that I mean, everyone, anybody who listens to this podcast more than once, I bring this place up every single time. <laughs> Pretty much every episode. Favorite yeah. place in the whole world. Sponsored by monks. I wish if they were sponsored by monks, they wouldn't have to pay me. They could just like let me go down there and drink for free for three days. I would die literally, and then never be able to come back. But if that place is awesome, that beer is is really good on tap. They make uh, scallops in the the monks flourish. Oh, yeah. And I nearly fell out of my chair. That was my wife with the with the um, the um, yeah. She had the scallops, and then she also had mussels. Mm. The they make mussels in that same thing. So unbelievable. Awesome. See, I've had food cooked with sours that I enjoyed. I've had desserts made with sours that I've enjoyed. It's the sours themselves that I have. <laughs> I get a little sad. I get a little sad when I find out that they cooked it in the sour because I'm like, that's just less beer that I can drink. Like. <laughs> You took it out of the pot. You took it out of my glass. You put it in there. It could have been in me. <laughs> Why is it in the scallop? The scallop doesn't deserve it. Because it's amazing. That's yeah, true. All right. So number five is where would you like to go on beercation? I want to go to that castle that I can take a giant bath of beer. Oh, in the Czech Republic. Oh, I hadn't. I had not heard of this. Oh yeah. Can you elaborate? Ginormous beer bathtub in a huge castle. I'm in. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> got castles. We got beer. Yeah, that's. Do they give you a separate beer to drink while you're in the tub of beer? Absolutely. That I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, don't want to have to be just put a straw. Yeah, I don't want to be sitting there with just a straw. Like I don't trust how clean I am. I no, 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 no. I'm just say, speaking of beer that tastes like feet. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bathe in beer with a glass in your hand of fresh beer. Uh, uh, that's something. Something special. How about you, Dave? I would have to go to Belgium. I'd have to go to Belgium. It would be. So, I hear people let go and the stories about it, and I love the beers that I try, and it just seems like the place to be. It would be that or Germany, like real old world Germany. Both are very common answers that we've gotten so far. Yeah, yeah. you know, but um, yeah, it's not in the plans, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Vacations for me consist of where can I drive with my three kids and. Uh, you know, that's about and how much time can I devote to beer, which is usually not a big amount. So. Right. <laughs> so the last one is uh, what is your favorite name for beer that you've seen, be it punny or, you know, uh, appropriate to the style? We, we, we leave this for the last one because it's, it's easily the most difficult one for people to answer. And we're all just going to be silent now and wait for you. <laughs> I'm gonna practice my my cricket noises. <laughs> wow! I really want to get the uh, drop for like the Jeopardy music right here for two reasons. One it would be really funny, and two, if they sue us, we're on the map. <laughs> that means that means someone's listening. Yeah. <laughs> Here's our bank account. Take it. Thank you for the, ar- thank you for the advertising. Exactly. Oh my God! You know there are so many crazy names, and there's so many things that have made me laugh over the years, and. uh you know, just off the top of my head, we talk about my memory, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. We discussed this. It's, de- have, it's definitely a hard one to I answer. I have three that just always jump out as, and they're all from the same brewery, is, is uh, of course, uh, Sweet Baby Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dirty Little Freak. Yeah, right. And Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Have purple you seen? Monkey, I've never heard of Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Purple monkey what is dishwasher. that? Oh, I've I've seen it. I, I haven't had it. I've seen that, but I've also seen <laughs> even more Jesus, which I thought was yeah, pretty funny. Yes, yeah. even more Jesus. That's but, evil twin. But, yeah. but the fact of having just sweet baby Jesus, and I just say it all the time because of the beer. Not, I mean, it doesn't even matter how shocking it is. Whatever I'm saying, I'm just 
it it's it's a standby. But uh, purple monkey dishwasher, I I don't was it peanut butter and jelly? I believe it was. Yes. Yeah, it was. I think it's peanut butter and jelly. That's interesting. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I did have that. It was a long time ago though at yeah. the tap room. Those are the ones that just jump out in my memory. There's been a lot of other ones that have made me cry laughing, but there's been a lot of really good ones out there. Yeah, you know? but those are the ones that stick with me. Yeah. And then there's ones that are just, you know, simply this is a great name for a beer, like Ghostface Killer. Yeah. Yes. You know? Oh yeah. This to me is like one of the that greatest things ever. That yeah, was good. and it wasn't like too brutal that. either. You know? No, it but, was not as hot as I thought it would yeah. be. With the name, I thought it would be worse. But that's like, as far as like just brilliant names that I love, that 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 always comes out. But funny ones, there's a ton. Kentucky Rye Chicken. Yes. I, I, have yeah. up, I have that upstairs. And I love that beer, too. <laughs> yeah. oh, do you have, wait, wait, do you have it from the first year where the feathers were attached to it? No, I don't. The, the first year that came out, uh -huh. there were feathers glued to the bottle. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and, in, in the wax. They were I, in the wax I, on uh, the seal. That's crazy. That's, this yeah. one I was tripping out of the art because it's got like a... I don't even really the understand half of it. fantastic. It's got a phantom models. hand. It's labeled phantom stabbing hand. And I don't know why. <laughs> there's no other reference to it on the thing. Because you need to know what it is. <laughs> well, true. The Let me get this. I have the, to figure out why there's a phantom stabbing hand. The next time hand. you stop in, look at all the other beers around it and look at all the labors, labels and how bizarre the artwork is. Brown note. Brown nose, fantastic. I know it's delicious, and it's a great label, and it's deceiving because it's not what you think it is, but it certainly looks like what you think it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I've been wanting to buy the Kentucky Rye Chicken. Like every time I go in there, I want to get it, and then there's a whole bunch of other stuff that you know, kind of, and that's of course the brewery's right above it, so I get all floaty and look at that. <laughs> but the uh, that I want to buy that forever, and I bought it first. Do we do these shotgun episodes where um, they're available on SoundCloud for everybody listening? Um, we just do a, a crazy beer, and then um, we talk about it for like two minutes. So we were going to do those, but we worked on his deck the last time we recorded, and we looked at each other after two regular episodes and went, we got to go home. <laughs> Tired. <laughs> but we did do the shotgun on the uh, Andrea Doria. Yes. And that was from Dubco. Yeah. That was amazing. Dubco, and that was mm -hmm. a really nice beer. Yeah, so this is, um, I, I can only imagine the names that you've seen come through. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a, there's a, if you actually, we're, we boxed up a bunch of them because I need to reorganize part of the store. But I have all these bottles that I am going to put out there that are just like the coolest names. Like we drink it at the store and say, we need to save this. That goes in the box. That goes in the box. That goes in the box. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, we have a lot of a lot of interesting stuff. I, I, when you get released, just put a tweet or something out. I'll, I'll come in and, uh, and sample everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. So uh, check out LongIslandCraftBeerWeek.com for updates on all the events going on. Find out where you can pick up your pint class, where you can do the uh, can for a can exchange, and uh, get out there and drink some local beer. And like us on Facebook, because that's a good spot to get the information mm -hmm. to. Facebook, yeah. Instagram, Twitter. We'll have all the all the links directly to each thing, the site, and all the social media in the, in the show notes. You can check it out there. Excellent. Well, Thanks for listening. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thank you. Cheers, everybody. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.